Broadcasting from deep in the recesses of the Pine Barrens in Burlington County, New Jersey. This is Burlington County Bluegrass. I am your host, famous radio personality, Mark Bluegrass Plant. Recently, your host had the opportunity to see Celtic Thunder. And they, I gotta tell you, are just tremendous. So we'll start out the hour with Celtic Thunder. The name of this song, Christmas in 1915. You're listening to Burlington County Bluegrass. Nineteen fifteen on Christmas Day On the western front the guns all died away And lying in the mud on bags of sand We heard a German sing from no man's land He had a tenor voice so pure and true The words were strange, but every note we knew Soaring o'er the living dead and damned A German sang of peace from no man's land They left their trenches and we left ours The smiles bloomed like wildflowers With photos, cigarettes and pots of wine We built a soldier's truce on the front line The singer was a lad of twenty-one We begged another song before the dawn I'm sitting in the mud and blood and fear He sang again the song all longed to hear Silent night, no cannons roar A king is born of peace forevermore All's all's bright all brothers hand in hand In 1915 in no man's land And in the morning all the guns moved in the rain And we killed them and they killed us again at night they charged, we fought them hand to hand And I killed the boy that sang in no man's land Silent night, no cannons roar A king is born of peace forevermore All's calm, all's bright Brothers hand in hand And that young soldier sings And the song of peace still rings Though the captains and all the kings Build no man's land Sleepy 
rocks and bluegrass rules on Burlington County Bluegrass.
Burlington County Bluegrass, you just heard Dale and Bradley when the mist comes again. Screaming Orphans, Where You Go, Lassie Goes, and Christmas in 1915 was done by Celtic Thunder. Celtic Thunder, tremendous, tremendous band. If you ever get to see them, go ahead. Well, just about this time every year, every radio station in the world seems to play this next song. I got to see Don McLean do it live. Well, this is Alice's Restaurant, Don McLean on Burlington County Bluegrass. This song is called Alice's Restaurant. It's about Alice and the restaurant. But Alice's Restaurant is not the name of the restaurant. That's just the name of the song. And that's why I call the song Alice's Restaurant. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. Walk right in, it's around the back, just a half a mile from the railroad track. And you can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. Now it all started two Thanksgivings ago, it was on two years ago on Thanksgiving when my friend and I went up to visit Alice at the restaurant but Alice doesn't live in the restaurant she lives in the church nearby the restaurant in the bell tower with her husband Ray and Fotch is a dog and living in the bell tower like that they got a lot of room downstairs where the pews used to be and having all that room seeing as how they took out all the pews they decided that they didn't have to take out their garbage for a long time we got up there, we found all the garbage in there, and we decided it'd be a friendly gesture for us to take the garbage down to the city dump. So we took the half a ton of garbage, put it in the back of a red VW microbus, took shovels and rakes and implements of destruction, and headed on toward the city dump. Well, we got there, and there's a big sign and a chain across the dump saying closed on Thanksgiving, and we had never heard of a dump closed on Thanksgiving before and with tears in our eyes we drove off into the sunset looking for another place to put the garbage. We didn't find one. Till we came to a side road and off the side of the side road was another 15 foot cliff and at the bottom of the cliff was another pile of garbage. And we decided that one big pile is better than two little piles, and rather than bring that one up, we decided to throw ours down. That's what we did. Drove back to the church, had a Thanksgiving dinner that couldn't be beat, went to sleep and didn't get up until the next morning when we got a phone call from Officer Obi. Said, kid, we found your name on an envelope at the bottom of a half a ton of garbage, and wanted to know if you had any information about it and I said yes sir officer Obe, cannot tell a lie I put that envelope under that garbage 
After speaking over for about 45 minutes on the telephone, we finally arrived at the truth of the matter and said that we had to go down and pick up the garbage and also had to go down and speak to him at the police officer station. So we got in the red VW microbus with the shovels and rakes and implements of destruction headed on toward the police officer station. Now, friends, there was only one or two things that Obi could have done at the police station, and the first was that he could have given us a medal for being so brave and honest on the telephone, which wasn't very likely, and we didn't expect it. Another thing was that he could have bawled us out and told us never to be seen driving garbage around the vicinity again which is what we expected. But when we got to the police officer station, there was a third possibility that we hadn't even counted upon, and we was both immediately arrested handcuffed. And I said, Obi, I don't think I can pick up the garbage with these handcuffs on. He said, shut up, kid. Get in the back of the patrol car, and that's what we did. Sat in the back of the patrol car and drove to the, quote, scene of the crime, unquote. I want to tell you about the town of Stockbridge, Massachusetts, where this happened here. They got three stop signs, two police officers, and one police car. But when we got to the scene of the crime, there was five police officers and three police cars being the biggest crime of the last 50 years, and everybody wanted to get in a newspaper story about it. And they was using up all kinds of cop equipment that they had hanging around the police officer station. They was taking plaster tire track footprints, dog smelling prints, and they took 27 8 by 10 color glossy photographs with circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back of each one explaining what each one was to be used as evidence against us. Took pictures of the approach, the getaway, the northwest corner and southwest corner, and that's not to mention the aerial photography. After the ordeal, we went back to the jail. Obi said he was going to put us in the cell. Said, kid, I'm going to put you in the cell. I want your wallet and your belt. And I said, Obi, I can understand you wanting my wallet so I don't have any money to spend in the cell, but what do you want my belt for? And it said, kid, we don't want any hangings. Said, Obi, did you think I was going to hang myself for littering? Obi said he was making sure, and friends Obi was, cause he took out the toilet seat so I couldn't hit myself over the head and ground. And he took out the toilet paper so I couldn't bend the bars, roll out the roll the toilet paper out the window, slide down the roll and have an escape. Obi was making sure, and it was about four or five hours later that Alice, remember Alice? It's a song about Alice. Alice came by and with a few nasty words to Obi on the side, bailed us out of jail. We went back to the church, had another Thanksgiving dinner that couldn't be beat and didn't get up until the next morning when we all had to go to court. We walked in, sat down. Obi came in with a 27 8 by 10 colored glossy pictures with the circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back each one. Sat down. Man came in, said, all rise. We all stood up, and Obi stood up with the 27 8 by 10 colored glossy pictures. And the judge walked in, sat down with the CNI dog, and he sat down. We sat down. Obi looked at the CNI dog. And then the 27 8 by 10 colored glossy pictures with the circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back of each one, and looked at the CNI dog. 
And then at the 27, 8 by 10, colored glossy pictures with the circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back of each one and began to cry, cause Obi came to the realization that it was a typical case of American blind justice and there wasn't nothing he could do about it. And the judge wasn't gonna look at the 27, 8 by 10, colored glossy pictures with the circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back of each one explaining what each one was to be used as evidence against us. And we was fined fifty dollars and had to pick up the garbage in the snow, but that's not what I came to tell you about. Came to talk about the draft. We got a building down New York City, it's called Whitehall Street, where you walk in and you get injected, inspected, detected, infected, neglected, and selected. I went down to get my physical examination one day and I walked in and sat down. Got good and drunk the night before, so I looked and felt my best when I went in that morning. Cause I wanted to look like the all-American kid from New York City. Man, I wanted, I wanted to feel like though. I wanted to be the all-American kid from New York. And I walked in, sat down, I was hung down, brung down, hung up and all kinds of mean, nasty, ugly things. And I walked in, I sat down, they gave me a piece of paper, said, kid, see the psychiatrist, room 604. And I went up there, I said, shrink, I want to kill. I mean, I want, I want to kill, kill. I want, I want to see, I want to see blood and gore and guts and veins in my teeth. Eat dead, burnt bodies. I mean, kill, kill. Kill! Kill! And I started jumping up and down, yelling, kill! Kill! And it started jumping up and down with me, and we was both jumping up and down, yelling, kill! Kill! And the sergeant came over, pinned a little on me, sent me down the hall, said, you're our boy. Didn't feel too good about it. Proceeded on down the hall, getting more injections, inspections, detections, neglections, and all kinds of stuff that they was doing to me at the thing there. And I was there for two hours, three hours, four hours. I was there for a long time, going through all kinds of mean, nasty, ugly things, and I was just having a tough time there. And they was inspecting, injecting every single part of me, and they wasn't leaving no part untouched. Proceeded through, and I when I finally came to see the very last man, I walked in, walked in, sat down after a whole big thing there, and I walked up and said, what do you want? He said, kid, we only got one question. Have you ever been arrested? And I proceeded to tell him the story of Alice's Restaurant Massacre with full orchestration and five-part harmony and stuff like that, and then all the phenomena stopped me right there and said, kid, did you ever go to court? I proceeded to tell them the story of the 27, 8 by 10, colored glossy pictures with the circles and arrows, and a paragraph on the back of each one that stopped me right there and said, Kid, I want you to go over and sit down on that bench that says Group W. Now, kid! And I, I walked over to, to the bench there, and there's, there's Group W's where they, where they put you if you may not be moral enough to, to join the army after committing your special crime. And 
Here was all kinds of mean, nasty, ugly-looking people on the bench there as mother rapers, father stabbers, father rapers, father rapers sitting right there on the bench next to me and one day was mean and nasty and ugly and horrible and crime-fighting guys are sitting there on the bench and the meanest, ugliest, nastiest one, the meanest father raper of them all, was coming over to me and he was mean and ugly and nasty and horrible and all kinds of things and he sat down next to me and said, kid, what'd you get? said, I didn't get nothing. I had to pay $50 and pick up the garbage. I said, what were you arrested for, kid? And I said, littering. And they all moved away from me on the bench there to carry a bone, all kinds of mean, nasty things, till I said, and creating a nuisance. And they all came back, shook my hand, and we had a great time on the bench talking about crime, mother, stabbing, father, raping, all kinds of groovy things that we was talking about on the bench. And everything was fine, we were smoking cigarettes and all kinds of things until the sergeant came over, had some paper in his hand, held it up and said, kids, this piece of paper's got 47 words, 37 cents, it's 58 words. We want no details of the crime, time, crime, and that kind of thing. Got slap, time, turn about the crime, want no rest, an officer's name, and that kind of thing. You gotta say in the top for 45 minutes, and nobody understood a word that he said. But we had fun filling out the forms and playing with the pencils on the bench there. I filled out the massacre with the four-part harmony, and... Wrote it down there just like it was And everything was fine And I put down a pencil And I turned over the piece of paper And, and there There on the other side In the middle of the other side Away from everything else on the other side In parentheses Capital letters quoted read the following words Kid, you rehabilitated yourself. I went over to the sergeant and said, Sergeant, you've got a lot of damn gall to ask me if I've rehabilitated myself. I mean, I mean, I mean, I just, I'm sitting here on the bench. I mean, I'm sitting here on the Group W bench Cause you wanna know if I'm moral enough to join the army Burn women, kids, houses, and villages after being a litter bug He <laughs> looked at me and said, kid You don't like your kind And we're gonna send your fingerprints off to Washington and friends Somewhere in Washington, enshrined in some little folders and studying black and white of my fingerprints and the only reason I'm singing you the song now is cause you may know somebody in a similar situation or you may be in a similar situation and if you're in a situation like that there's only one thing you can do is walk into the shrink wherever you are just walk in say shrink you can get anything you want at Alice's restaurant and walk out 
You know, if one person, just one person does it, they may think he's really sick and they won't take him. And if two people, two people do it in harmony, they think they're both faggots and it won't take either of them. And if three people do it, can you imagine three people walking in, singing a bar, Alice's restaurant, and walking out? They may think it's an organization. And can you, can you imagine 50 people a day? I said 50 people a day walking in, singing a bar, Alice's restaurant, and walking out. And friends, they may think it's a movement. And that's what it is. The Alice's Restaurant Anti-Massacre Movement And all you gotta do to join is to sing it the next time It comes around on the guitar With feeling So we'll wait till it comes around on the guitar here Sing it when it does Here it comes you can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. Walk right in, it's around the back, just a half a mile from the railroad track. And you can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. That was horrible. <laughs> One and Warren stuff, you gotta sing loud. You could put a lot. I've been singing this song now for 25 minutes. I could sing it for another 25 minutes. I'm not proud <laughs> or tired. So we'll wait till it comes around again. And this time with four part harmony and feeling. We're just waiting for it to come around, is what we're doing. All right now. You can get anything you want at Alice's restaurant. Excepting Alice. You can get anything you want. At Alice's restaurant, say walk right in, it's around the back, just a half a mile from the railroad track, and you can get anything you want at Alice's restaurant. Da -da 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 -da. At Alice's Burlington County Bluegrass, you just heard. Don McLean, Alice's Restaurant. What a fun song that is. Played about Thanksgiving time every year by just about every radio station podcaster in the entire free world. Up next, some wonderful music by Becky Buller. The name of this first song, with a little help from Sam Bush, is called Barber's Fiddle. You're listening to Burlington County Bluegrass. Mr. Jean's Barber Shop, State Street, the Virginia side. I walked in hand in hand with Pa, five years old and terrified. Mr. Jean smiled at me, helped me up into the chair. In the mirror, I could see 
but that's a tale I'd like to tell Of a young man who came in one day With a fiddle and a dream to sell He tried to live out on the road Thought music was where he belonged Well, it broke his heart and broke his soul Made him sing a different song Fiddle up high, fiddle down low Fiddle most everywhere I'd go I'd fiddle until my dying day If I could make a life on a fiddler's pay chair scared of what his folks would say his hope was gone his pockets bare they warned him it would end this way he returned to start anew no money for shave and trim he asked would this fiddle do said you're done I begged him to tell me more what happened to the wayward son turns out it was Mr. Gene hung his fiddle up that day now I'm living out his dream because he taught me how to play fiddle up high fiddle down low fiddle most everywhere I
This is Becky Bullard. You're listening to Burlington County Bluegrass with my good friend Mark Plant and Joe Wills on RCBC Radio.
if it sounds, I don't want you to leave. It's many a well-worn road we've been across. I hope you finally found whatever you need.
County Bluegrass, it's like a festival of music on your radio.
poems would tell a story of some heart that'd been broken. And sometimes she'd sing Uncle Pink. Then she'd do one soft and gentle that would make me cry a little. Oh, how I'd love to hear one again. All that's left is a memory of a little wooden cabin and two country graves side by side. But on a summer evening, sometimes I start believing. I hear my mama singing one more time. County Bluegrass, you just heard Carolina Blue, Bluegrass Melodies, Brewer and Shipley, one toke over the line. Kind of not a bluegrass song, but golly, is that a nice song. Before that, Becky Buller did a few. She did a Bill Monroe song, Southern Flavor, Nothing to You, Barefoot Girl, and Barber's Fiddle. Little help from Sam Bush on that song. We're going to close out the hour with Daly and Vincent, Don't Let Our Sweet Love Die. But before that, Charlie Sizemore. He laments not knowing a certain person. You'll enjoy this song. Charlie Sizemore on Burlington County Bluegrass. Her mother is nice and her sister sings good. But the one I like bestest of all I guess is Ashley She broke her leg, I only wished I could 
Beat her and ask her if I could sign the plaster.
make love 